0: God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I just took my cold shower for the day. Still doing the cold showers, huh? I just started doing them again. And man, I'm like, you know when you start doing something... Like eating healthy or doing something, you're like, "Why haven't I been doing this for years? Why haven't I always done this?" Yeah, dude, taking a cold shower is so nice. I'm not into. I know. It. It, I know. It's. I know. It's. Well, you're only not into it because you're telling yourself that. Well, I've had a cold shower. When? when? In prison doesn't count.
1: <laughs> I take. A, I take the occasional cold shower if I'm like coming in from doing yard work. I'm just super hot. Oh, a cold shower is really refreshing, but. Now it's like, here's what a cold shower used to be for. Some sort of shameful thing, or if you were all riled up or ramped up, or if you were horny or something, it'd be like, go take a cold shower. Or it'd be like punishment for people in the military or something. Now the world's convinced everybody that it's somehow healthy because it, what is it, it, shocks you? Well, give me the, give me the um, Cliff's notes on the health benefits of daily cold showers.
0: Okay, well, we live in a very comfortable time. <laughs> uh, my, we do, dude. Guess what I'm wearing right now? Am I wearing, am I wearing some palm fronds that I strung together with some fucking bamboos thread? Not yet. Am I wearing itchy-ass leaf shorts and fucking bark shoes? No. Here's what I'm wearing. A hundred percent Egyptian cotton that's been washed over and over with Tide, with Downy. And I put it on, and it's smooth and comfortable. Yeah. And then when I go to bed at night, I sleep in a sleep number bed. So I can dial in the exact amount of firmness, and my wife can fucking do whatever the fuck she wants to do over on her side of the bed. And I get it just right. Right. And then I leave, and I go to my son's room because there's nobody in that bed except for me, and I sleep in that bed that's got a permanent sleep number called best mattress in the house, and it was a cheap one anyway. So, so what I go in there. You, so what are
1: you saying? You're saying that we're too comfortable. So so dude, take a fifteen take a fifteen minute super uncomfortable dude, shower.
0: Hold up, hold up. Okay, hold. Up. I'm not. I got more comfort coming at you. This is like you know when you're like parked. At a train stop, and you're like, "How long is this motherfucking train?" And you're like, "Oh, it's long." I should have started counting the cars. Yeah. Okay. You don't even need to count the cars. Just look at the graffiti as it goes by, because there's going to be a lot of graffiti.
1: And then you get slowly hypnotized. Get slowly hypnotized by the graffiti.
0: All right. So well, keep, now, keep then when you I wake up in the morning, yeah. when yeah. I wake up in the morning, do I fucking brush the leaves and dust and ants and chiggers and fucking? Mice and spiders off of me so that I can go hunt down a goddamn antelope and hopefully not get eaten by a cheetah. No, I go to the fridge, open it up, and pull out a fucking ice cold egg. (laughs) And I put that shit in some butter on the stove and I put it in my mouth. And the day is not even barely started and my my tummy's like yum yum and I'm feeling all comfy cozy and then I need some ooh I'm feeling a bit peckish what do I do then do I have to fucking walk five miles to a spring and chance that somebody just peed in it and now I've got fucking pee water or shit water nope do I go to my sink and drink the purest water man has known for the last 10,000 years? No. You know why? Because there might be a little bit of a metallic taste to my tap water. There might be a little bit of a pipe taste in my water. So I go and get the water that came out of there that I put into my bread to filter. And then I go, "Mm mm-mm. And I go to the ice box, reach in, and grab myself an ice cold. Topo Chico (laughs) from Mexico. Now, (laughs) when they say it's mineral content, they're not joking. There's some mineral content. But anyways, but you get the idea. The whole day is filled with nothing but comfortable things. Oh, I need to travel 20 miles? Do I fucking harness up a, a team of oxen and get on a goddamn rickety cart that I hacked out of a fucking tree on some wheels that I don't even know how these fucking things roll. Cause I'm no carpenter. I'm a goddamn songwriter. I don't know how to make a fucking wagon wheel. And now I got to drive 20 miles to go do some work. No, I get in my car and go, if I have an old car, I do this. I If you can't see us, I'm turning my, I'm lightly rotating my wrist. But if I have a car that's been made in the last six years, that's too much work for me. Now I just go like this. Tap and the car starts up and magically takes me to whatever place I want to go in the world. Meanwhile, guess what I haven't done all day?
1: Taking a shower.
0: That's a good guess. No, I haven't fucking gotten my heart beat up. I haven't done anything. All I've been is in a state of comfort. Now, when you're in that state, guess what happens when somebody's like, hey, man, did you see the debate last night? Then I'm like, oh, shit. Now I got to get all worked up about this. But guess what I don't do? First of all, talk to anybody. I'm not talking to anybody. Including me right now. Including you. I'm just talking to myself, and you're just there making a listening story. Yeah. Just watching the train roll down the track. (laughs) Just going, how much, how long is this train? Still going. I can't believe it's this. How can a train like this actually exist? What's even in in, what's even in it in 2020? Do people still (laughs) transfer grain and shit like this? Dude, it's all Amazon Prime packages. Anyways, all I'm saying is at no point. So what's happening is my brain this entire time, this, all this is going on is calibrating. It's cal, cause that's all your brain does is it just calibrates what's going on. And then it, it tries to find some equilibrium when nothing's happening. It will now take the tiniest little pebble in the road. And all of a sudden that's the biggest speed bump in the world. And all of a sudden you're all bent out of shape You're all bent out of shape because some old man talked to another old man somewhere else in the world about something, and now you're freaked out and fucked up. But you get in that ice-cold shower, dude. Guess what happens? Your brain does this. It goes, fuck! 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 And you're... And you're like, yeah, bitch, take that. And then you kind of ease into it, and you're like, ah, 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 ah. ah kind of like prison rape. You had to take that out, probably, ah, ah, and then you're like, okay, done. Now you get out of that shower. All the little worries and anxieties that you have just don't exist anymore. Because now your brain's recalibrated to that shower. So why not so walk, gonna, Why not wake up and walk on hot coals? Same exact logic. Well, here's the difference between walking on hot coals and getting in that shower. Now, you walk on hot coals, you may fuck your feet up. But nothing's going to happen if you get in that cold water. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to recalibrate your brain And stuff that was bothering you all day, all your anxiety, all your neurosis, it has to reach the level of that fuck in the shower for you to start freaking out about it. Of of below anything, Anything below that. And you're like, what's the problem? (laughs) Tell me the problem again, because I can't remember what the problem was.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to (laughs) I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay with Dr. Schneider. He's got it's just not Dr. Thing.
0: Schneider, dude. It's just me doing things and then having the experience. And then because I had the experience, I've learned from the experience. And now I'm sharing that experience with you. It's not hypothetical. It's not some intellectual discussion. It's something I've done and I've seen results. And I recommend doing it. Dude, do this every day. Every day for the next week, I'm going to challenge you, Clint Wells, to take the iciest culture. Now, the wonderful news is I, I live in Austin. I took I immediately decline. I live in Austin. You live in Nashville. Uh The good news is the ground temperature in both those places right now is pretty sweet. That water that's coming out of your tap at the coldest is probably going to be in the mid to upper 60s. So it's not that cold. It's like going into Barton Springs. Now, it's colder than you're used to, and it will fuck you up a little. But what you will do, what you will find if you do it is you will have a wonderful day. So it's up to you. Do you want to have a wonderful day? If you do, do it. And if you don't, then don't do it. It's up to you. You have to live with yourself, not me. Right. I'm definitely not taking cold showers.
1: Okay. Don't do it. I can't. I, 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 imposing discomfort upon myself
0: is not appealing to me whatsoever. It's not appealing to me at all. Dude, I avoid discomfort. Dude, I don't even like to read books because I have to turn the page. <laughs> so I I read them on an iPad so I don't have to... This turning the page and then having to hold the pages on one hand while I'm reading fuck that dude I'm too lazy for that hmm. I don't like any discomfort at all yeah I, that's why I have to do it if I don't do it dude I get I get to a point where like literally somebody will be like they'll pause in the middle of a sentence and I'm like oh you motherfucker did you just pause? between words go fuck yourself
1: a lot of anger in there a lot of rage under this the old surface
0: rage is what drives this choo-choo down the how do you think i get all those cars to move there's so many of them
1: you're just there's a little bob schneider in there shoveling hot rage hot coals of rage into the engine room hot
0: dude you don't even want to go up there i'm covered in soot (laughs) i'm fucking and it's all it's not soot it's rage black rage
1: the only time i've taken cold showers is when i've been so hot i just felt like it was impossible to cool off and the old cold shower worked but then i as soon as i felt comfortable again i kicked it back up to the high temps that i find soothing I, I my shower time is one of my first of all it's one of my only times in the whole day to be alone and i very much covet alone time and i have not gotten any really much of any alone time in since lockdown and uh you know, I don't really like to be naked. I'm not having that great of a time in the old head anyway. So I just like to relax. I like for it to be steamy hot. I got a podcast rocking there in the shower. Get a little bathing done. Feel like I'm going to start the day tight and right. That's kind of my shower. Uh, that's my
0: shower philosophy. What what podcast are you listening to in the shower? All, just
1: all the shit I listen to. Sam Harris. There's a there's a great NBA podcast I listen to almost every day called the The Ringer um let me just go through i won't bore anybody oh you know what there's a really cool if you like this podcast that we're doing you and i bob and i'm talking to our listeners right now there's a podcast that my friend kevin does called trey and kevin save the world and it's kind of a buddy podcast it's like us uh kevin's the drummer for rodney this country artist i played for trey's the drummer for brooks and dunn big country band and they're two just great dudes they they're like rock you know displaced rock guys in the country world so that's called trey and kevin save the world or change the world. One of those, you'll find it. You'll know what to do. The NBA show, which I listen to, I, I, I mean, Joe Rogan's become a very polarizing dude. I don't get it. I like him. Uh, I listen to Zach to the future. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. This comedian writer guy and Mark Paul Gossler, who played Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell, rewatch every episode of Saved by the Bell with running commentary, which I grew up on. Saved by the Pretty Bell. Pretty so It's not very funny, no. It's not very funny at all. It's all just right. really keep, interesting. Keep going.
0: Keep going. Keep going. Uh,
1: several different Bob Dylan podcasts. Is it Rolling Bob? Talking Dylan? Uh, Bob Dylan Album My Album. A Bob Dylan Primer. I started listening to Shaquille O'Neal's podcast, but it's pretty rough. I listen to a podcast called The Hustle Season. That's great. What are the podcasts? What, what's your go-to? Like, what's yours when you see a little ding, 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 new
0: episode? What's What are you most excited to listen to? All right, the one I'm most excited to listen to is one called I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. I listen to that one every week. It's wonderful. Uh, But my favorites besides yours and mine, Mm -hmm. I love this past weekend with Theo Vaughn. I think he's a genius. I just listened to one with him and Bobby Lee, and I was laughing so much. He's so... He makes me want to be a better writer. And it's really the... It's always in the top fifty. If you look in in the top fifty podcasts, he's he's been in it for years. Um, he's truly a genius. Now, one that you might be harder to find is called the Jesselneck and Rosenthal Project uh, Vanity Project, which is Anthony Jesselneck and his best friend Greg Rosenthal. Anthony Jesselneck's pretty funny. He, he you guys have probably seen him on some of the Comedy Central roasts. He's he's truly one of the greatest comedy writers ever um but he's real funny yeah he's funny and he's he's great he's naturally funny and and the one thing you find about you find out pretty quickly with these comedians is there's some comedians who spend a lot of time writing perfecting their craft and do really great on stage and then there's some that are really funny and don't spend a lot of time and their their specials might not be very good but they're actually naturally very funny. And it's two different things. Uh, anyways, I like this one called Smartless with the, which is uh, Jason Bateman, uh, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. It just started uh, maybe a month ago, and they surprise each other with special guests. They're all famous. This week's is Jennifer Anderson, but... I couldn't get uh, through that one. Uh, it's surprises Too many cooks in the kitchen. Well, here's what I like you about it. You got four it, people. Uh, yeah, but the, the the three guys are obviously have been friends for a long time, so there's that camaraderie, and that's really what I'm looking for. I really want chemistry. It's that chemistry. It's what you know. It's what uh, Howard Stern has on his show. When you listen to Howard Stern, it's like you're going over to a family's house who love each other. They're dysfunctional. They're funny. They're inquisitive, but really. The bottom line with The Howard Stern Show is love. There is a love that those people have for each other that's undeniable. And so on the Smartless podcast, you get that from these three guys. They love each other, and they give each other a hard time. And uh, I also listen to The Adam and Drew Show, which is Adam Crow and Dr. Drew. I like it because I'm getting a, I don't know, a kind of a refreshing, a, a sort of a different viewpoint which I like. I like uh, Common Sense, which is uh, the show, that guy, uh, what's his ass? Dan Carlin. Oh yeah, you know Dan the Carlin. Hardcore history guy. Hardcore history guy. And it's sort of his, like, what's going on currently. And then one of my favorites of all time is Revisionist History. Do you ever listen to that? I I got I checked it out because of you, yeah. I uh, love that podcast. I listened to one called Pivot, which is basically uh, Karen Swisher and this other guy. Can't think of his name, but they talk about tech, what's going on in the tech world, which I find very exciting. And and one of the things, that's enough with my fucking goddamn podcast. Who gives a shit? I was wondering when to to
1: put the old stop sign on that.
0: But I do want to talk about two things that I saw this week that I think everybody should look at and watch because it was profoundly eye-opening for me. One's called The Social Dilemma. I guess it's been on Netflix for a while. Yeah, we saw it. Did you watch that? Yeah incredible it's what i've been talking about for the last six months on this podcast well we've well we've both been talking about it it was it was nice to to kind of get some clarity on on what's going on that and then i also i followed that up by watching agents of chaos which is basically about the troll the troll farms in russia and how they interfered in the ukraine in 2014 and also in the election in 2016 and probably i'm sure are going to be doing it in this election as well and it's uh the thing i liked about all of the all of them is as scary as they were they outlined kind of what's going on and and it made it easier for me to understand how and why people are so bent out of shape right now cuz everybody is we're all living in these bubbles i'm living in a bubble you are we all are And so, when we come across somebody who's not in that same bubble as us, we're like, how can you think that? Because I know everything that I know, and all the people that I know know all the things that I know, and we're right. And you're completely ignoring all the evidence. And they don't have, they're not getting the same story. The thing that I've realized recently is if I'm having a discussion with somebody, especially if they're not politically aligned with me, or spiritually aligned or whatever. The thing that I do is I go, what's what's the story? What's the story that you're hearing about this in particular? And they they'll tell me a story and I haven't heard that story before. And immediately part of me goes, Well, that's a made up story. But is it a made-up story, or is the one I'm getting a made-up story, or are both of them made-up stories, and is the story somewhere in between?
1: But, I've, but I know all the stories. They're, I've not never heard them before. Hillary Clinton's part of a pedophile ring that's centered around a pizza place in New England. I've heard that story. Uh, they're probably hearing about it more, and they're hearing it through a narrative that it's true and that children are being killed, and therefore a guy with a gun walks into the pizza place thinking he's saving children. Uh, you know, I've heard the story that Barack Obama wasn't a U.S. citizen. Uh, I've heard all the stories. They're, those stories don't shock me,
0: right? But but you're hearing you're you're hearing the you're what you're saying is like I know what the headline is, mm-hmm. but you know I don't think you know what the narrative is. Like you got to look below the headline, and the and the only way to do that is by asking somebody and then listening. How much, and nobody's there's no time willing, for nobody's willing but, to
1: listen. But there's no time. There's just no time. Like, I don't have time to sit in my living room and talk to someone who denies that the Holocaust existed. I just, you know, there's this moral equivalency issue with talking about facts and truth now. Because basically, here, my big takeaway from the social dilemma was less like, oh, I understand now. It's like, no, my big takeaway is we are fucked. Because they talk about how the Russian bots or whatever, they didn't hack us. They just used the tools that we created. There was no hacking. They just used AdSense and they used the way that we've made made, uh, social media into a a business and commerce and how they just track all the metadata about everything we click and like and how much time we look at a picture of Scarlett Johansson's boobs on Instagram and they just used all that. uh, That guy Tristan, he talks about how Everyone's been worried about the singularity, which is when AI will outstrip our strengths, right? And he's like, we completely missed this lower point where AI s- subverted and and undermined our weaknesses. And that point has happened. And that it's a Pandora's box that can't be closed.
0: Right. Well, I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but there was actually some hacking that did go on as well. Uh, these Russian hackers did hack uh, the Democrats' um,
1: Right, the DNC. Emails. Yeah,
0: they 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 hacked the DNC and then gave that gave that information to to the WikiLeaks and then WikiLeaks flooded. But that is not what it. you
1: were talking about. You were talking about people getting a certain narrative who are divided by the information that's being presented to them based on not hacking, but based on metadata
0: about what your interests are, what keeps you online. Right. Well, they t- they talk about in the social dilemma, and again, you should just see it. But they talk about how addictive. All of these things are your email. Uh, like even if you even if you even if you avoid like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, you're still checking your email all the time. You're still checking your messages. You want to. There's something about people where they just want to connect and they want to feel connected, and so all these platforms realize that and they make it as addictive as possible. And I'm an addict, so I'm in. Like, <clears throat> dude, I'll get on YouTube. And uh, what what do you got for me, AI? What do you got? And dude, they always got something good for me. They always got it's like a candy counter where they're like, ooh, try this one, try this one, try this one. And the next thing I know, I'm like, God I I'll have-
1: add some more homework to the to the listeners out there if they want to check out this social dilemma and the agents of chaos. I haven't seen that, but that Tristan guy, who's kind of one of the main players, he was a he was a an ethicist at Google. <clears throat> he's on Sam, he's the latest guest on Sam Harris's podcast. So it's just another 90 minutes of of going through this sort of scary stuff but he t- he talks about like the you, the ai doesn't know the difference between what's true or not so if an alex jones conspiracy video about how the children of sandy hook who were murdered are all actors it the ai doesn't care if that's true like the ai does right. not care about what's best for us it's ai sure. ai just cares right. about what keeps you watching what keeps you mad right. Right. Uh, what keeps you just bringing these corporations more advertisement money? Sure. And it's it's a big problem, man. I mean, uh, my my version of the shower, all right, to sort of tie it up, my version of your cold shower is we've been going to bed and not taking our phones into our bedroom. So we've been leaving our phones downstairs and going up to bed and having to just do what you used to do, you know, read a book. I've been listening to a Walkman with cassette tapes and just not having that thing next to you that you could just because it, it's just everything's designed to just push to you to keep you looking at it. And so, like, uh, just one of our simple ways of, of fighting because I just think we're, I think we're just really, really fucked in a huge way. So, all you can really do is fight it a little bit. So, our way of just protesting a little bit is just to not have the device near us, but you, but we can't live our whole lives like
0: that. Well, I see, I, I don't feel that way. I, I like after watching those, I feel hopeful, like, cause I, the thing that I the thing I couldn't understand was like are these people just are they dumb? Are they mean? Are they racist? And I don't think they are. I don't I mean there's definitely some racists in the world. There's definitely some people that are evil. There's horrible people, but I think for the most part I think most people are good. And it doesn't matter which side of the political Line you're on, Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. Most of the people are good. The thing that makes it hopeful for me is that it it, it lets me understand what somebody else is, that they're going through the same thing that I'm going through, which is like I have this information that I've gathered and I think I'm right. And all the people that I know in my sphere believe the same things and we talk the same thing and we agree on it. So then when somebody else says something that's completely different, Instead of me just going, what's wrong with you? Are you dumb? Are you racist? Are you fucked up? I go, well, what's the story that you're hearing? And then I listen to them, and they tell me this thing, and I'm like, wow, I have not heard that. And it lets me understand where they're coming from and what's going on with them. And that's the thing that I'm getting to do. Now, because I get to do it, then I get to understand and I get to appreciate these people, Instead of just immediately writing them off as being dumb or or you know mean or whatever, and I realize, oh, they're just like me they're they're getting a different story, and I need to be aware that the story that I'm getting might not be true either. They talk about in the social dilemma that uh seven what is it seventy percent of the stories that are you know they found out. <laughs> False stories get propagated like 70% more than real stories. So if it's a made-up story, people are going to tweet that and share that more than if it's a true story, because true stories tend to be kind of boring. And the other ones, the made up stories, tend to be like salacious and and you know, get people upset and they're like, oh, you gotta fucking see this shit. And then it gets everybody all riled up. And dude, the first thing I see, when I see anything that gets me riled up, I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I getting this up? Let me look into it. And that's the other thing, dude. When you watch that Agents of Chaos and you see how these troll forms work, what ends up happening is you go, well, let me see who wrote this. And then you, you click on it and you go, oh, it's actually a news agency in the Ukraine. And it's actually, oh, this person – retweeted it and oh there's this political person they're all made up
1: everything's made up but there are real people who believe this stuff i've talked to them i've had conversations with people who believe in some of this fucked up stuff so if you if you're doing the whole like well let's just try to understand each other let me hear your side there's no time for that and what happened what happens there's
0: people there's people on the other side that are saying the same thing about you like the things that you believe in they're going oh that that guy clint wells man he believes in some fucked up shit they're sure. saying the same yeah, thing
1: sure. i'm i telling you we're fucked not you're, this courtesy not, this courtesy this courtesy that you're imagining yourself paying to the world now of understanding them they're not believe me at scale they're not paying you the same courtesy the the pandora's box is opened well I, and, and i know people who believe this it's not all just nameless bots i mean When I was on, I've been on a tour bus the last four years with some people who I've talked to every weekend who will tell you exactly what they believe. And it's, it's nuts.
0: But what what you're saying about those people, you could say about yourself because you sound like one of those people.
1: It's not all bots. No,
0: I'm saying every single person in the world has their beliefs. Every single person. And if you're getting your information off your phone which most people are, if you have a smartphone, you're probably getting all your information on your phone. Uh, you're going to have an opinion based on that information, and that information is skewed depending on who you are and where you lean and what you, where you live and who you are, because they know all that about you. So they're going to only feed you information that they know that you'll interact
1: with. But there's got to be something that is true. You're just saying no one's right. You're saying we both have the same problem, right? You're saying, you're saying you're well, saying I think I'm right. They think they're right. So who gets right. to decide? So what's true? Is nothing well, true then?
0: Just we just get to hear everybody out. No, that's ridiculous. Obviously. Well, so how do we know what's true? Well, you have to you have to you have to have the discussion and and compare notes and then arrive at the truth by talking and listening instead of just trying to ram your shit down somebody else's throat. That does not work, and that's where we're at. Well, I don't. Try and to do I'm that. like. What's that? I don't try to do that. You're doing it right now. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're like, these people believe their shit and fuck them, they're crazy. I didn't, blah, say, blah, blah. I
1: didn't say fuck anybody. I did not say that. I didn't say anyone was crazy or fuck them.
0: What are you saying? then? You're saying you don't have the you time to You keep moving the
1: goalposts, dude. You were saying it's all these Russian bots and the people don't actually believe this stuff. And I'm telling you, I've talked to people who believe some of the stuff that the bots proliferate.
0: I know everybody believes. Dude, I'm not saying people don't believe. Everybody believes what they believe. So whatever information they've gotten, if it makes sense to them, that's part of their belief system now.
1: But there's got to be something that isn't partial to either of those two things that the social media has created that that speaks to the truth of it. There's got to be a truth outside of how social media is playing us against each other. There, there are some things, there are facts, there are facts that are, aren't up for debate, that aren't, uh, dependent upon what you think about them
0: yeah well, there's reasons why this is going on the The main reason that it's going on is so that Facebook and Instagram and Twitter can make money can make money so it's a it, that's a that's a money driven thing where they're like, what can we give people to keep them to keep them on these platforms so that we can sell ads to people f- for these people so that's the main reason now the secondary reason. With all the troll stuff going on in Russia, is because Russia wants to destabilize the United States. They want to destabilize all democracies. And the best way to do that is to get us fighting each other. And the best thing that you can do to stop that is to just say, hey, you over there who have this completely different opinion than me, why don't we sit down and compare narratives and not just like point fingers and go, you're wrong. But say, what are, you, what are you hearing? Let me hear that. Let me, under, let me know. And dude, when you, when you see what other people are, are, are seeing and hearing, you're like, whoa, that's so different than what I'm saying. I think here.
1: at a really small level that might work, but I just don't think that's going to work in any kind of real level based on how we, the social
0: stratus that we are at. Dude, the only level where it matters is you and the people that you know and the people on your street and the people that you come in contact with. Those are the only people that matter. You do your I do my part, which is me and the people that I know you do your part with you and the people that, you know, you don't have to change the world. You just have to change yourself.
1: But people don't do people are not going to be doing that. What we, I'm what doing we, it. What we have. You are, but you're a special person. But I don't think a lot of people are doing that. I think what has to happen, actually, is you have to pro, there has to be a defunding of these people. There has to be a consumer boycott. Uh what I think was so helpful about the documentary is like, look, we are being played. We're being totally fucked by these people. And instead of your thing is like, just listen more and stuff. I'm like, no, no, no one's going to do that. I like the idea, but no one's going to do it. What has to happen is we have to basically say, Hey, we're not going to take this shit. I don't know if Tristan was talking about this in the film or on Sam's podcast, but he talks about just basically putting taxes on these companies, metadata taxes for how much they're going to watch how long I look at an image so that they can predict more things about me to keep me, online tax them on that and de-incentivize them from doing it and storing the information i think people need to get off facebook is what i think so keep believing what you believe because i'm not going to change anyone's mind and i don't care what anyone believes as long as it doesn't affect me but i do think for people even that i disagree with everyone needs to everyone needs to take a fucking break from facebook
0: it's not about changing anybody else's mind For me, my happiness and my serenity and my peace of mind, because I'm the only thing that I have to worry about my whole life. The only thing I have to do is change my perspective and my mind. That's the only thing I need to do. I need to figure out a way, how can I love everyone on the planet? And the only way I can do that is by listening and trying to understand where they're coming from. And when I do that, I find that all of that distrust and that hate and that fear and that anger subsides and i go oh you're just like me you're just a human being like me you're scared we're here we have no answers and we're looking you know we're we're we're, we're scared together and i'm telling you when you do that it you there's some empathy and understanding that happens and again it doesn't fix the problem of the world but it fi- it does fix the problem of the world because all i have is my understanding of the world and my relationship to it. And that's the part when I change by taking the cold shower, by doing the run, by listening to somebody who has a different story than I do. When I do those things, I get some relief and then I feel better. And, oh, that's the last, we can now cross, dude, the fucking, the thing just went up and now we can drive our car down the road, even though now you don't want, now you just want to drive your car off the bridge and into the thing like in Vanilla Sky, because you're like, fuck, that train was too long. That was a long one. And uh, we're glad you joined us here on IOK. Okay. you You're OK. I know OK. You know OK. Uh, with your friend Clint Wells, he's got another podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast. Check it out. They talk a lot less about this, and they talk more about some stuff called Metallica. I have a, another podcast called The Song Club. You can check it out. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash I and give us your money. Do the right thing. Make the world better by giving us your money. That's the way it works. And we appreciate it. And we'll see you in the Secret Weekly in just a few seconds.
1: Bye. (laughs)